nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a Golf Passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Suchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. Seventy-four degrees on July third. Uh, no rook in Reavers height. Everyone's as shocked as I am that I, Tom Pelissero, am here and not the mayor on July third. Yeah, don't. I mean, I thought you, you know, I thought you'd have better stuff to do, being a national superstar and all that <laughs> stuff. I will as of tomorrow, and that actually leads me, because you're the best rook, right into the point that I wanted to raise off the top of the show today. Although okay. really quick, Tom. Yes. Sir. Not really all that surprised that Joe's not here on July third. That was the that was the joke. <laughs> yeah. See, um. Can you explain sarcasm? Do we I know. do we need to? Okay, I, I've already diverted the nope. uh, the host, and I, I apologize. we need to reboot right. the Reavers machine. All right, right. here we hit, go. Hit the F four refresh. <laughs> uh, I I scrolled through the the Garage Logic website today because I'm I'm always careful, having hosted this show on a number of occasions, <clears throat> to form the entire premise of the day around something that's going to get me foghorned in the first thirty seconds of the show. Yes. As far as I can tell, and based on the conversation, Rook, that we had when I stopped you from running through the hallway to get in to start the show yes. uh, for five seconds, as far as That's you... quality prep time, too, by the way. <laughs> Reefers looks around and goes, okay, right. and then boom, through the door, With flies the rookie. Flying through. Uh, as far as any of us are aware, it has never been litigated in Garage Logic on the precise... geographical boundary of up north. You say you're going up north. Hmm. How far you need to be. Am I correct on that? Yeah, you got me thinking that I, uh, this, this is, I don't know what it is. That's why we're here to, to bust it. And it's almost like music where everyone can have a different opinion on the same song. It's just like up north can mean one thing to one guy and a completely different to another. And I think it's entirely based upon the location of that individual. This all comes out of a conversation I had yesterday with an acquaintance who was just asked, like everybody does, yep. what, what are you doing for the fourth? Wait, where are you going? I think it's actually a law now in Minnesota that you have to ask anyone that you're not going to see for a few days, what are you doing for the fourth? Right. I said, well, I'm going up north. He said, oh, where? I said, Green Lake in Princeton. Okay. And and I got a look that suggested to me that this was not an acceptable explanation for being up north. You're going up no. You know, not not quite RTH, you can't finish. You're just going up no. <laughs> Princeton 
In my opinion, you are just north of 95, yep. which runs all the way across from Taylor's Falls through Cambridge to Princeton. Mm-hmm. Now, St. Cloud's on the west side of that. I would not consider St. Cloud to be up north. No, St. Cloud's not up north. Well, technically, St. Cloud is you know, central Minnesota, is it not? You're, you're really going more west okay. at that point from the Twin Cities than anything else, right? But with the expansion of the metro area... St. Cloud's damn near in the metro. It's an extension. I mean, St. Michael Albertville is still considered metro by a lot of people. So let me ask you this, Reavers. Okay. What do you consider to be up north? Well, given that I was born and raised in mostly southern Minnesota, and I now reside in the Chaska area, I think you have to get at least past Elk River for it to be considered up north. Elk River is not up north. No, that's what I'm saying. You oh. have to go at least past Elk River for and, it to be considered up north. And I tend to side with Reavers here. <clears throat> I My definition is I it's it. somewhere just north of Elk River. I, the I, highway splits there. You can go to St. Cloud or you can go up to the Princeton area. Certainly if you're getting up to Zimmerman. Okay, this is where I'm, 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 this is where I'm going to disagree with you. I'm thinking if you stop at the Dairy Queen and on 169 in Malacca or Zimmerman, wherever it is, mm-hmm. everything and and the, an inch north of that is up north. So you're in the same area. Yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty close. I think north of Elk River, you know, you know, if you're on the north end of Elk River, you're still not up north. But if you've stopped at the Dairy Queen on 169 <laughs> in Malacca or Garrison or Zimmerman, wherever it is, um, that qualifies as being up north. I pulled this around the office. After coming in today, I, again, a variety of different opinions. There seem to be two schools of thought. One is similar to what Reavers and I are saying, which is you get past Elk River, and even you, Rook, you get into that area of Zimmerman, yep. Princeton. I'm pulling up a map right now. Well, of course, having said that, St. Cloud's farther north than Elk River is. But see, St. Cloud's sure. right on the freeway. So it's almost, it, it kind of... But again, it, you're going west at that true. point. Yeah, if we're talking true. sheer north of the Twin Cities... Oh boy, you've lit up the phone lines. Where'd it go, Tom? At minimum, you're going to have some kind of a halo around St. Cloud that would be off limits. Now, I think it's also acceptable to look at the 35W route, from which certainly you're not going to go vacationing in Hinkley. But if you're stopping off at Toby's... You grab a cinnamon roll, and then you're driving 10 miles west. I say you're up north, very definitively. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, you're right. And I'm looking at it. St. Cloud is right smack in the middle of the state, so you're going west there. Princeton, Cambridge, okay. Malacca. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, it really is a... Um, hang on. Pat, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is it's a where's the line? I don't know where to draw the line. That's the key. The the two schools thought seem to be it's the about the Elk River area. Anything north of that, you're up north. Then you've got people like Patrick Royce, who gave me a dissertation that started with Princeton. No, you're not up north. <laughs> Royce argues you have to be very near Brainerd, which meshes with what I've heard from several other people, which is Lake Malax. Which is, of course, a larger area, but you need to be in the Lake Malax area to begin to feel as if, even if it's the southern you're shores up north. of Malax. We do have some calls. I'm not sure if I remember on this machine how to punch up the calls. 
Brooke, you want to do you, that? Yeah, I can do that for you. Yeah, that's Brad, okay. We're good. Garage Logic, how are you? Doing great. Pat, what Just do you what to, do you think here? I think that Elk River is a suburb. But what about north oh. of Elk River? Elk River is certainly well, I would agree. You better keep going north. It is on the outskirts know, of, of. I've lived here all my life, and to me, Lake Vermilion's up north. Cambridge, north of Cambridge, is getting up north. So, all right. You got to get you got to get uh, seventy miles north of uh, six ninety four to be up north, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. That's, like you're on the, school. But Pat's on the same page as I am, which is that Cambridge. That's on the same. That's on ninety five with Princeton. I think it's up in that area. I'm not arguing, Pat, that Elk River is up north. That's right at the tip of the North Metro. But you get much northern, much further north than that. Are you not edging into that territory? Uh, not in my opinion, but that's the way I look at it. Thank <laughs> you, me, Pat. Like I say, up north is Lake Vermilion. Thank you. Lake Vermilion. Preston. Let's go to Preston on line four. Preston, where's up north? I would say anywhere north of Wadena or Fergus Falls around that latitude would be up north. Whoa. That is, that's certainly north. <laughs> I'll give, I'll give you that. Minnesota, but. That's way, uh, Fergus Falls is way too far. You could be south of Fergus Falls and still be up north, I think, in my opinion. But, I mean, Wilmer's West Central, so you consider that. I mean, Park Rapids is about three hours on 71, so. I, I think that's that's clearly there. I guess the question is, where's the boundary? Thank you, Preston, for that call. It's about the boundary here. Now, there's also the side conversation that came up as we were speaking before the show, which is, is it possible to be too north to be up north? For instance, if you are on the North Shore, would you ever say, I'm going up north to the North Shore? I think there may be a northern boundary, too. You mean just in the, in the, in the verbiage, in the, in the... I'm saying the geographical, we need to draw a line here. Where do you have to be to consider yourself up north? I know okay. we have to take a break here. We do have some more calls on this. 651-646-8255-877-615-1500. If you're in Minnesota, you're going away from the 4th, where do you have to be going? How far? Where is your up north? To consider it up north. Tom Pelissero in for the mayor. Stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Tom Pellicero in for the mayor on July 3rd. On July 4th, I will be up north. Or will I? How far up north? What is your up north? (laughs) I'll be in Princeton, Minnesota. Green Lake. I said to someone yesterday, I'm going up north. They did not like that answer. And the explanation of Princeton... So we're trying to sort this out. What is the geographical boundary at which you are actually up north? Okay, so for me, tomorrow, now don't laugh, I've rented a, uh, a kayak oh, and uh, a canoe oh God. over at Taylor's Falls. Oh, my God. So you're going to try to get into the kayak, and if you can't fit, you'll take the canoe. Well, yeah, there's my wife and my son and I. The three older ones are going to be on Lake Minnetonka, so it's just going to be the, the three of us. 
And I hopefully I was hoping that the eighth grader would be able to get into kayak because Cons- I don't think I can do that. Considering the last family video that surfaced was you attempting to get out of a pool. I really hope trying, that trying to get out of the pool and yacht pool over there, and I didn't quite make it. So, uh, so glad but, I missed that one. But what I'm saying is, going to Taylor's Falls, I'm mm-hmm. not up north. It's a drive. I'm going north. But you're saying there's no way in hell that's up north. Though. I know we have a million calls, Tom, but I do want to mention <laughs> one tweet to you. Uh-huh. Uh, Pete Nigerian weighing in on this very important hey, topic. Uh-huh. Uh, Pete says minimum must be two hours. That's it. End of story. It has to be a minimum of a two-hour drive from wherever you're located. I've seen a bunch of tweets on this as well. I like the one from Bill at Bill Felberg saying, Alexandria to Princeton across to Rush City need to be at least an hour out of town and east of 94. Okay. okay. I I think that's logical. You can draw that line in different places, as I'm sure all the people on the phones want to. Let's go to Kelly right now. Kelly, where is up north? Hey, I'm from Hayden, Minnesota originally, and for me, I always use Hinkley as a dividing line because even in the winter time, there's a clear difference between the weather at Hinkley going south. So, I always consider Hinkley to be my dividing line. Hinkley is always, and I think you're not alone, Kelly, thanks for the call, in, in feeling as if once you get to Hinkley, you've crossed a certain, a certain line there. I'm not sure anybody goes up north to Hinkley, but you might be going through Hinkley to someplace else. I think by the time you're in Hinkley, absolutely, Kelly's right, you are up north. You're, you're technically up north, right? But the question is, where are you going? Where's the line? Where's the hashtag You're not strictly line? going to the casino. That's not an up north type of a If your outing. destination is the casino, I don't think it's up north. <laughs> you know, because you have to justify. You don't want to go up to the casino just to, up north just to go to the casino. Doug, where is up north? In my mind, up north is anywhere. If you take a line and draw it from west to east, from the North Dakota-South Dakota border, through Alexandria, straight east, any, any, anywhere north of that is up north. i got to pull up the map. I can't think off the top of my head exactly where the North Dakota-South Dakota line is. Although if It, it goes, runs right through Alexandria. Right through Alexandria. Dang near. Okay, yeah, he's right. It's basically, yeah, it splits Alexandria all the way across. Mm-hmm. And uh, what would be Grantsburg? It goes, um, basically, it would be Alexandria, Malacca, Pine City, Grantsburg would be on the Wisconsin side. But I guess the question then is, if you're all the way, Doug, the toward, the, toward the Dakota borders, are you up north or are you just out west? Well, it depends on where you live. If, our so if, if, sure. if you live in Owatonna, if you mm-hmm. live in Owatonna and go to Alexandria, anywhere north of Alexandria, I feel like you're up north for sure. Hmm. Alexandria is still a little north for me. Thank you for that call, Doug. I, I think the line is a little bit lower. Now, St. Cloud is really problematic in this debate because you look at the other significant larger cities, the ones that would have the larger dots on your atlas that you're using to find your way up north. Right. Uh, it's on the same line as Princeton and Cambridge. Yes. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like a straight line, isn't it? I think you almost have to have the halo around St. Cloud. Or, to go back to the point raised on Twitter, is it that you need to be to be up north 
And again, not out west. You need to be east of 94, but also north of that line. And it's, uh, it's, it's funny because, I'm sorry, Chris. 94 uh, does run just south of St. Cloud. The point being, does it need to be, do you need to be farther east than that to be considered to be up north? Or are you going someplace else in Minnesota at that point? I would also add that people that reside in Elk River, East Bethel, they would say they live in the northern metro. Uh, Jason writes in, mm-hmm. there is no static line to determine what is considered up north. If you're from Texas, then Missouri is considered up north. If you grew up in the cities, then Mille Lacs would be considered up north. But I'm from Ely, so for me, up north still remains to this day Canada. <laughs> We've gotten a few Rainy River answers as well on Twitter. That's about as high up as you can go. That, that's pretty far. It is based on reference. But if we're using the metro area, okay, the Twin Cities metro area, from there... And I certainly understand we have listeners all over the place. Your definition is going to be different. It's based upon where you're from. But from the Twin City, what what part of it? You might drive, if you live out in Gray Eagle, you might drive due east to go up right. north. And, and that would still, still be north, fair. Right. You're still up north. There's still a, There still should be some sort of a geographical marker here. So There's a couple more people on the phones here. Rob, where is up north? Rob? Yes. Where is up north? I, I don't know the proper etiquette here. Am I supposed to hail the deputy uh, mayor? <clears throat> I, I, I wouldn't he, be opposed. Did you go through the ceremony? Okay. If he did go through the ceremony, then, then you're clear. You can hail him. I don't think I've been through the ceremony. <laughs> uh, say, uh, I think you're overthinking this. I think, I think uh, up north is, is in your head, not geographical. Um. I know a lot of people, they just want to get away, so it doesn't really matter which direction you go, it's called getting away. So if you've ever tried to go, I, I live I live uh, east of St. Cloud, um, <clears throat> slightly northeast, um, but if you ever try to go to Rochester on a weekend and pass through the cities, there's as much traffic going south out of the cities as there is going north out of the cities. Um, I, I just I think you're overthinking the uh, direction. I think it's strictly uh, in your head. It's all mental. It's it's getting away. Your north is wherever you get away to. Um, those of us who have a camper just uh, point it in a direction and park it somewhere, and that's 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 getting away, and that's north. I hear you, Rob. I did think through the idea of up north simply being a state of mind, an intellectual sort of a creation for yourself. But then I asked myself, if I live in Blaine, which let's be clear, is not up north. John Hyde earlier asked me as we were talking about this <laughs> off air, I live in Andover, am I up north? No, you're not. No. That is still squarely in the North Metro. But if I live in Blaine, and there happens to be a man-made lake, it's about the size of this studio behind, and I go back there and sit, I, I have a hard time saying you are up north. You may be in a blissful place inside your own head, but can other people join you there? Hey, guys, come out. We're going to have a barbecue up north in my head. Hey, now. That's a challenge. <laughs> yes. I know we want to talk more about this. Tony, Rads, Brad, other people. There's still more uh, more answers coming in on Twitter as well. I like we, all the different opinions. That's that's what I love about I think this, this proves that this is a very difficult thing to hammer out objectively 
It may require some more time here on the 3rd of July before I go up north to Princeton on the 4th of July. Let's take a break. John Height has the news. We will get back to this topic in a little bit. Tom Pellicero in for the mayor. Wake up. Look around the world. Not a pretty sight. Bad beat up so bad. You lose your fight. Well, now, how can I change his kind Commencing of Commencing garage logic segment number three. Tom Pellicero in for the mayor. We will get back in the next segment to a rather heated debate, I must say, about the geographical boundaries of being up north. I just got a fantastic argument based upon some information on the DNR website. Okay. That we will address shortly here. But right now. Oh, that is a tease, folks. That's an official we tease. We have Andover's own John Height in the newsroom. I decided to come down south to, to work today. It's cloudy and 74 You degrees. do not live up north as I covered with you. That is the North Metro. North that Metro. is not I would up agree. north. The I Northern Metro's completely. own Johnny Height. <laughs> this update brought to you by It's Just Lunch. Brad Miller with a bases loaded walk. One out in the 10th inning. Brewers rallied to beat the Twins 6-5 to five last night. Same two teams today. 3-10 start time. Uh, you can't watch that one on TV. That's a Facebook broadcast. Part what? of their deal with Major League Baseball. Can what do you mean? It. I have to... I have to go on Facebook that's, to watch it? That's correct. As I pointed out yesterday, Mr. Pellicero, mm-hmm. I want a live... I, I don't want to watch the Twins game because they're awful. I want a live feed of the Fox Sports North switchboard and the person answering oh. the phone calls from all the 60-plus-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> where's the ball game? Yeah, there'll be a few, I'm guessing. Uh, the Twins did make a roster move. Uh, they recalled lefty Gabriel Moya from Rochester to make room. They optioned righty Zach Littell right back Heck to Rochester. Heck of a run for Zach. Zach uh, was up for one day. He suffered the loss in last night's game against the Brewers. Is it possible the Twins game on Facebook is some sort of a very multi-layered ploy to have you on Facebook on July 3rd so relatives can reach out to you to ask what you're doing for the 4th? In other <laughs> hmm. words, you have Facebook open. All of a right. sudden, your messenger's on. Yep. Aunt Liz decides to just hit. I mean, hey, what are you doing for the 4th? We haven't seen you at the cabin in years. We're up north in Zimmerman. Interesting. Not watching the Twins game on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm worried about what I'm going to tell my dad. You know, with the, with the Twins game. He's in his 80s. You know, trying he to say doesn't dad use is Facebook. Uh, he does, but he <laughs> he'll he doesn't really understand it. He'll he'll make a comment and he'll think it's to the Facebook world, mm-hmm. but it's to his <laughs> seven friends. You know, like uh, damn St. Paul, they have this going. <laughs> Property taxes through right. the roof. It, it, it doesn't go to everybody, and so now for him to try to find this on Facebook is going to be uh, frustrating. <laughs> News notes from today. The uh, downpour overnight washed out some roads and flooded basements in southwestern Minnesota. Lyon, Redwood, and Murray counties dealing with headaches after an estimated six to eight inches of rain fell overnight in some places. The Department of Transportation closed highways in some flooded areas, warned travelers about the threat of moving water sweeping away vehicles. Sergeant Eric Wallen of the Lyon County Sheriff's Office said some vehicles were trapped for a while in rising waters. He said a lot of home basements have taken in water mm. in that area. A search warrant suggests a man killed in an Egan hit-and-run last week may have been involved in a scuffle prior to being hit by the vehicle. Egan police wrote in the search warrant filed in Dakota County, doctors advised the male victim had injuries on his hands that may have not been caused by the vehicle. 
When police got there in the 2000 block of Silver Bell Road on Thursday night, they found 74-year-old Roger Peterson and 58-year-old Diane Peterson struggling to breathe, noting that officers on the scene believed the victims were not going to survive. They were transported to the hospital where they were both pronounced dead. The next day, police arrested 36-year-old Jana Kojo Armatartre of Egan, who told investigators he saw the Petersons and, quote, they freaked him out, so he ran over them. Search warrant references surveillance video also detailed in the criminal complaint that reportedly shows his minivan was following the couple as they left Baldman Brewery. Witnesses told police the van sped away after running the Petersons over, according to the search warrant. Officers noted a phone found at the vehicle, which was left at a restaurant nearly a mile away. The windshield had spider webbing damage, and Egan police requested to analyze the car for biological and trace evidence. He's been charged with two counts of second-degree murder, not premeditated. His bail set at $2 million with conditions. What well, after that has to happen to freak you out enough you decide, let's hit the gas? Well, that's yeah. what I'm asking. Well, I don't know what that means. We have to yeah. dive into that more, I guess. Representative Jim Jordan, powerful Republican congressman from Ohio, is being accused by former wrestlers he coached more than two decades ago at Ohio State University of failing to stop the team doctor from molesting them and other students. The university announced in April it was investigating accusations that Dr. Richard Strauss, who died in 2005, abused team members when he was the team doctor from the mid-70s to the late 1990s. Jordan, who was assistant wrestling coach at the university from 1986 to 1994, has repeatedly said he knew nothing of the abuse until former students began speaking out this spring. His denials, however, have been met with skepticism and anger from some former members of the wrestling team. Three former wrestlers told NBC News it was common knowledge that Strauss showered regularly with the students and touched them during appointments and said it would have been impossible for Jordan to be unaware. One wrestler said he told Jordan directly about the abuse. I've been around sports for a long time. I don't remember a lot of times the team doctor was showering with the players no. on a school team. No. That that little bit of a red flag. Coach, mm-hmm. trainer, any of that stuff. The initial relief that greeted that dramatic discovery of the trapped Thai soccer team has given away to questions over why the boys are still inside the flooded cave network and not on their way to the surface and they're waiting families and how they're going to get them out. Part of the concern about trying to bring the boys out of the cramped pitch black chamber where they've spent the better part of nine days is they're about 1.2 miles inside the cave and almost uh, more than half a mile below the surface, according to rescuers. They were found alive by British divers in the early hours Monday morning, now being tended to by seven Thai Navy SEALs, including a doctor and a nurse. The children were being given access to telephone lines to be able to reach their families, but the focus was on building their strength so they can try to get out. Uh, options for the rescuers working in and around the area in northern Thailand are limited. Because the way I read it, Johnny, the only way that they can get out is swim, correct? That's Yeah, that's what they're saying. And they're worried that the kids wouldn't be able to sustain the yep, swim. Yep. They're trying to pump water from the cave, but that's uh, not working very well. And they're also trying to find a different natural opening in the roof. Uh, so far, all of that's been unsuccessful. So uh, Wow. Yeah. But they were able to get them food, correct? Yes, yeah. they've been uh, feeding them to try to get their strength up. They hadn't eaten, so uh, none of them had any strength whatsoever, basically. Walmart is selling Impeach 45 and Impeach Trump baby and adult apparel for opponents of Donald Trump. Uh, their resistance appeal is meeting resistance of its own. On July 2nd, Ooh. Ryan Fortier, a Trump advocate, set the Twitterverse abuzz with his discovery of Walmart's clothing. He asked Walmart, what are you selling impeach 45 baby clothes on your website? Well, as that became viral, Trump supporters took to the social media platform to voice their frustration. 
However, Walmart's new clothing line, which is produced by third-party companies, doesn't seem to be part of any targeted corporate political agenda. In fact, Walmart also sells Trump's slogan, Make America Great Again, and Donald Trump Speaks for Me apparel. All of that apparel made by Trump Industries, you know, <laughs> Dump 45 and uh, Love Trump. That's like how uh, Brian Bosworth, when he came into the NFL years ago with the Seahawks, you yep. remember him yeah, out yeah. of Oklahoma, yeah. had the shaved hair, the mullet, the whole deal. <laughs> yeah. And they dropped Ban the Boz t-shirts. There were all these people in Ban the Boz t-shirts at his first game. It turned out it was Bosworth who paid for the shirts <laughs> to get everybody talking about it. Sure. Well, Jeff, that's like George, the wrestling guy, says uh, Bobby Heenan was behind all of the the weasel. You know, he mm-hmm. had them for AWA, the weasel costumes or the signs. Bobby Heenan was selling those <laughs> to those people. Uh, Walmart hasn't shied away in the past from controversial clothing. Back in December 2016, they stopped selling merchandise with the caption, Bulletproof, Black Lives Matter, after the National Fraternal Order of Police attacked Walmart for profiting from racial division. And back in November 2017, the company sold a shirt that actually Joe talked about on the show. Uh, Joe did not like this shirt. Uh, Neither did I. It was rope, tree, journalist. Some assembly required, eventually, mm. because of the complaints Walmart pulled. Here's a, here's a thought. Let's shirts. stop looking to Walmart for pithy political commentary. <laughs> on a t- Eye on, on the a ball, t-shirt. people. Right. On Good a Lord. Yeah. And a Rhode Island mayor said he's not bothered by an unflattering public mural of him wearing a crown and sitting on a toilet. That stems... <laughs> Stems from a long-simmering dispute. Stop looking to Walmart. Look to the people of Rhode Island. There we go. Stems from a long-simmering dispute over the building he's called unsafe. North Providence Mayor Charles Lombardi has been involved in a dispute with building owner Anthony Farina over the structure. Described by the mayor as a health hazard, Lombardi told a local TV station, while the painting doesn't bother him, he says Farina should question how he's representing himself to the community. Paul Morse, the mural's artist, says he has nothing against the mayor but was hired to make the painting. Farina did not respond to a request seeking comment. He was middle of business. Johnny, thank you. You bet. Uh, Dave Dahl with the weather coming up next and back to our conversation. Where is up north? Pellicero in for the mayor. A compelling argument in our debate over the geographical boundaries of up north in Minnesota. Coming on Twitter from Tim Snell saying conifers or conifers. Not sure which. Define up north. Let's provide a map. If you go on the Minnesota DNR website, the conif- coniferous forest biome, it says wind whispers and the fragrant needles and the heavy branches create a cathedral effect. This is the coniferous forest, the North Country, huh? loved by many Minnesotans. It is, a, it is a place where the vast deciduous forest of the North American content gives way to needled trees. Okay, so the, the landscape changes. The coniferous forest in Minnesota is found in the northern half of the state, but grades into deciduous forest, then tall grass aspen parkland in the northwest. If you look at the map on the DNR website, you will see it does follow a line similar to what we have proposed here. 
which is that it is not a straight east to west. Although I do appreciate uh, at Jay approves on Twitter, among others, for actually taking a Minnesota line and appearing to draw with Microsoft Paint a red line oh, across okay, the yeah. middle. <laughs> this does appear to ease up. It takes most of the northern half of the state, but not the westernmost parts of the state. And it does follow the grade roughly of Highway 94. Okay. Coming across just north of the Twin Cities. Well, let's, let's do this. Let's go to an expert. Let's go to an expert in the weather room, Sam Ryan. We're talking about up north. Sam, as a, as a seasoned meteorologist, what's up north for you in Minnesota? Uh, well, as a seasoned meteorologist, it, actually, we do define uh, geographical regions in Minnesota. So we have the northwestern, we have uh, sort of the Northland and the Arrowhead region. We have central Minnesota. Up north would be uh, basically from about Pine County over to Aiken and Crow Wing County. So if you think of mm-hmm. Brainerd, Aiken area, Mille Lacs, though, technically, Mille Lacs County, that is, would be in uh, central Minnesota, including the metro. I was so excited to pronounce some words off the DNR website that I forgot to come to you. What is the weather here, not up say, north? He's not coniferous, <laughs> but he was a conehead at one point in his life, Sam Ryan. <laughs> one point in my life. I think that's that point is now. We are dealing with uh, some cloud cover out there right now. There's an isolated thunderstorm. It's right over Redwood Falls, and that's tied to an upper-level disturbance. That's expected to continue to lift up to the northeast as we go through the day today, so just even over the next couple hours. That will take the cloud with it. So we'll get into some sunshine today, then we'll see a quick warming of our temperatures. So right now we're stuck in the low 70s here in the metro, low to mid 70s. We should warm up into the mid and upper 80s today. We'll notice the humidity on the rise. Overnight tonight, the winds will relax some. There's a chance for some uh, fog out there. Thunderstorms off to our far west. I think they'll stay away from the metro. We might get nicked by some of those showers and storms early tomorrow morning. Then the big story is for the day tomorrow. We'll have hazy sunshine, and it's going to turn very sultry out there. Our dew point temperatures right now, upper 60s. By tomorrow afternoon, they'll be in the middle 70s. So that's a very soupy type of humidity in the atmosphere. And we're going to have high temperatures reaching the low 90s, around 92 here in the metro. And with that, combining the humidity, we'll have a heat index value close to 100 and 105 tomorrow afternoon. So with that heat and humidity, there's a cold front that's going to be moving down from the northwest, and uh, we could see some showers and thunderstorms off that cold front. Now, there's still some uncertainty regarding the timing and the exact location of these thunderstorms. There's a chance that the bulk of the energy will be divided to the northeast up towards the Arrowhead and also down to our southwest, where, of course, they don't need any more rainfall. So there's a chance it could bisect the Twin Cities, but it does look like, uh, for the most part, there's a pretty there's a decent chance 40 to 50 percent chance scattered showers and thunderstorms tomorrow in the evening hours Hope, hoping that clears by 10 p.m or holds off until just after again timing's still a bit uncertain thank you sam you bet take care buddy talk to you next hour steve brian paul sean hold on we will get back to the debate over the geographical boundaries of up north i'm still continuing to look into the the say landscape corn, say here. Again, say it again. This Use your favorite word. Coniferous. <laughs> we, we may have to get a, a robot voice on the computer to say it if <laughs> I'm going so. to continue attempts to pronounce it. Yes. Garage Logic will return. Tom Pelissero in for the mayor.
July 3rd. We've got 1500 ESPN as KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. More Tom Pelissero filling in for the mayor of Garage Logic. And where is your up north? Well, you're about to find Get out. Get great deals going on now during Menard's Priced Right Sale. Pre-blended general-purpose concrete mix is great for sidewalks, floors, steps, patios, curbs, and setting posts. All you have to do is add water, mix, and pour. Right now, pick up four 60-pound bags of concrete mix for only $9. Find these and other great savings during Menard's Priced Right Sale. Going on now through July 7th. Save big money at Menard's.